Welcome back to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreaux on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Here I tell the incredible stories of people nearly forgotten by our history books. Today I'll be talking about Lady Hester Stanhope, an eccentric British noblewoman whose controversial activities in the Middle East introduced an entirely new field of modern archaeology. Hester Stanhope was born an eldest child on March 12, 1776 in Kent, England. Her mother died when she was only four years old, and her father quickly remarried. Feeling bored and neglected, Stanhope moved to Somerset when she was 24 to live with her grandmother. In 1802, while England and France were briefly at peace, Stanhope traveled through Europe but returned home only to find her grandmother had died. She moved into the home of her uncle, William Pitt the Younger, who was then the Prime Minister of Britain. For two and a half years, she served as his private secretary until his death in 1806. Pitt had arranged for his niece to receive an annual pension from the British government, and Stanhope resided in Wales for a while. But after the death of both her brother Charles and her lover John on a battlefield in Spain, Stanhope decided to leave everything behind and journey into the unknown. Along with two maids and her physician, who later became her biographer, Stanhope left London in February of 1810 at 34 years old. In Greece, one of the first places she visited, Stanhope met Michael Bruce, who would become her traveling companion and lover. After staying at Constantinople in Turkey, Stanhope decided to travel to Cairo in Egypt, where she started learning Turkish and Arabic. On their way to the Ottoman Empire, the group survived a shipwreck off the coast of Rhodes and needed new clothes. Instead of adopting the Turkish veil and dress for women, Stanhope controversially chose to wear the more practical male garb of pantaloons, waistcoat, and turban. She found the style so comfortable that she dressed that way until the end of her life. The group continued through Israel, Lebanon, and Syria. In 1813, she decided to visit Palmyra, the site of Queen Zenobia's ancient kingdom. Stanhope set off with her caravan of 22 camels, despite the route going through a desert with potentially hostile Bedouin tribes. The local Bedouins were so impressed by her courage that when she arrived in Palmyra, she was crowned in celebration. From then on, she became known as Queen Hester of the Desert. Sometime during this period, Stanhope got a hold of an Italian manuscript that claimed a hoard of three million gold coins lay underneath the ruins in Ashkelon, Palestine. So, in 1815, at 39 years old, Stanhope led an archaeological expedition to Palestine. Unlike most European archaeologists at the time, Stanhope actually requested and received permission from the Ottoman government to excavate the area. Stanhope promised that the gold would become the property of the government if it was discovered. This project constituted the first modern archaeological excavation of the Holy Land. Unbeknownst to Stanhope, it also introduced an entirely new field of archaeology, one focused on biblical history and artifacts. The governor of Jaffa, however, who had been assigned to oversee the expedition, believed that Stanhope had ulterior motives. When a large statue was found intact, Stanhope and her crew took extensive notes on the artifact, including correctly deducing its age. But when she heard that the governor intended to smear her reputation as just another treasure grabber, Stanhope did something unconventional to say the least. After having recorded everything about the statue, Stanhope ordered it to be smashed and the pieces thrown into the sea as proof that her intentions had not been for personal or monetary gain. It is generally agreed that she proved her point, but also to everyone's detriment. Despite the controversial results, Stanhope continued to be a respected social figure in the Ottoman territories of the Middle East. By 1822, she had moved to a remote, abandoned monastery in the Lebanese mountains. Here, she hosted British and local visitors alike. 
During this time and through the 1830s, the territories were troubled by warfare between rival factions. Stanhope opened her house to refugees and was particularly sympathetic to the Druze faction. Unfortunately, Stanhope's charity was plunging her deeper into debt, despite her annual pension from the British government. By this point, the members of Stanhope's original group had either died or left her. Always somewhat eccentric, her behavior became fully erratic as debts, stress, and loneliness overwhelmed her. On June 23, 1839, the 63-year-old Lady Hester Stanhope died in her home on Mount Lebanon. If you want to investigate this extraordinary person further, my sources for this episode include EnglishHeritage.org, AtlasObscura.com, Encyclopedia.com, and WomenInArchaeology.com. Thanks for listening to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreaux. Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.